0: what is up everybody welcome back to another episode of x knows all i am so excited to bring on to the podcast shannon from fluently forward everyone who listens to the show knows who she is so she needs no introduction but how are you doing shannon
1: hey hey i'm doing pretty good just uh just chilling i actually i have some like lower back pain and i've convinced myself that it's like kidney pain from like a recent uti but i know that it's not has that ever happened to you You know what's crazy? I've never
0: actually, I don't mean to sound like a pick me. I've never gotten a UTI, but. Oh, you got that long urethra. (laughs) No, but like I used to get a lot of yeast yeast infections in college.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Did you, have you ever used boric acid for that? That's like a new thing I found out about.
0: Yes. And you know what I was, I, when I was in college, (laughs) I had pretty bad skin. So
1: I would have like, I would be on antibiotics to kill the bacteria and that causes stuff everything everything like yeah yeah, messes you up down there I'm so sorry too. like immediately I'm talking about vagina problems like I'm so sorry I really gotta knock it off this will be on the internet and this is we're doing a different topic entirely so (laughs) my apologies the the
0: topic at hand couldn't be any different than vagina problems today can I tell you
1: like in yeah. doing some research for this topic, and I'm so excited to talk about it with you, it did lead me to think, how did people live back then? Because obviously, we're you know, we're going to be going back in time throughout history to talk about this today. And I was just like, what happens if you get, you know, a UTI or a yeast infection back in the butter churning days? Like, I guess you just die and that's it. So I guess it, it all comes back together.
0: Do you know what I was also thinking too? Having <laughs> horrible, poor poor horrible vision. I was going to say poor, then I started to say horrible, yes. then I was like poorable.
1: Yeah. Having same
0: thing. horrible vision. And I know you've gotten LASIK too cuz I your whole blog post inspired me to get LASIK, but like how did they see? Like that is a very like important sense. How did they not I guess they just created bifocals?
1: I think they just like I think Darwin must have been at play or something. You know how now people are like, what's your bank account? Like, how tall are you? I bet back then they were like, can you see what's on that rock over there? Otherwise I'm not going to have sex with you because like our kids are not going to be able to survive with bad eyesight. Can you
0: imagine though, like waking up and just straight up not being able to see and not being able to do anything about it? That actually sounds like thinking about that. It sounds like absolute torture
1: hmm You know what? Maybe it was like the people who couldn't see well, like then they would kind of like date like the less attractive people because they couldn't see them or something. So maybe it was actually symbiotic.
0: Have you ever done those games? I, I play this game with my friends all the time. Of like, would you rather, and I'll have like Shrek <laughs> or like would you rather have sex with like the grossest guy that you've ever hooked up with sober mm-hmm. every day for the next year and like mm-hmm. they'll be like oh if they have a paper bag over their head maybe that's a possibility and i feel like that's like the old school version of having a paper bag over
1: your head when you're having sex yeah i'm just thinking about boney and shrek right now you said that was an option right shrek <laughs> who <laughs> you by the way love- is the uh- who is a home owner with all of his property. And by the way, I watched that scene sometimes of Shrek, like making a nice little dinner for himself and pulling the earwax out of his ear to make a candlestick. And I'm like, this man isn't like, I'm heating up like frozen Trader Joe stuff. And here he is preparing a nice meal and everything. He's like an INFJ baller. (laughs) He's a property owner. He's a
0: landlord. Yeah. (laughs) We always talk about how we need a man with money. Like Shrek honestly hits most of the criteria.
1: And you and I have our uh, vagina problems and he doesn't mind a swamp. So there we go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So my listeners, I feel like I'm like so like I I share way too much, but like I never talk about bodily functions on the show. So I feel like this is finally like my entryway point.
1: Yeah. Next week we'll do mucus.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like your whole brand is bunions, vagina stuff, having sex with like animated characters. Like, that's like, you're literally right. Add it to your Instagram bio.
1: <laughs> no, it's so true. This is if I was born a woman, if I was born a man, the way that I would be like the grimiest little, I don't know, freak on the planet. Yeah. Here's, here's a, to being happy that everything worked out the way it did.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I think about, think about like, I'm like, if I were a guy, I'd be like an incel.
1: I feel like,
0: like, I feel like I'm an incel. I like, think I would me. get
1: like into comedy. I think I'd be like an annoying improv guy. And you think what? You'd be like a redditor, but like a male redditor.
0: 100%. Like I'm already on Reddit. Like I live on Reddit, so I'm like I am an incel.
1: You would be a finance bro for sure because you're so attracted 100%. to them right now. So you'd definitely follow in those footsteps. You know what? No, I'd probably be a male podcaster, you know.
0: You'd be like a Joe Rogan.
1: Yeah, maybe, but like not doing the physical activity.
0: (laughs) Have you seen? I saw this clip of Miley Cyrus and Joe Rogan. I don't know if I sent it to the group chat, but, or maybe I just sent it to my sister. But, anyways, it's Joe Rogan basically mocking drag queens. And he was like, you know, they always do like that split. That's the only move that they do. And Miley, so quickly, she's so fast. She goes, it's kind of like the guys on your show, kind of the same shit. I was like, oh my God, Miley's so funny. She's a queen,
1: she's smart. Dude, it's so true. Also, like, I don't know, Joe Rogan is just um. some of the things that he says, you're just like, this is the jock stoner in college who like got a podcast put in front of him. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've heard all of his things before just from like guys in college high in a dorm room
0: oh absolutely and i remember like taking the bus when i lived in san francisco and every time i looked over and glanced at a guy and like what he was listening to it was always joe yeah. rogan and i lived in like the marina so i'm like that fucking tracks you would be listening to joe rogan on your way to your nine to five do you know
1: yeah isn't that and that's and that's the number one podcast in the whole world <laughs> so it's just like really makes you think doesn't it
0: have you listened to him like have you ever like listened to any of his shit like serious you're like oh i could actually get into this
1: well, his things are so long. So back when, before the Spotify deal happened, back when all of his things were clipped on YouTube, I would definitely watch the clips. And he's had some few good people on, like I listen to Andrew Yang, Bernie Sanders, Jewel, yeah. Miley Cyrus, like those people um, yeah. when Tim Dillon will be on or like a good comedian. But I'll just listen to clips, like when they talk about, I don't know, like conspiracy stuff or um, – I don't know, maybe like some food stuff. I don't know. People are always like, avoid seed oils. And I'm like, oh, what's going on there? So I'll watch some of the clips, but it's so long. And he has on sometimes people who are really good experts, but it takes a really damn long time for them to get into it. So I'm just like, I don't know how people listen to this four hour long episode every week.
0: Yeah, that's, it's almost like The Bachelor when I used to be a Bachelor person. Like, it's Mm -hmm. such a time commitment. But I agree. I think I've listened to, like, the Edward Snowden episode, and I've listened to the Mary episode. Like, things like that. But other than that, I'm like, but these people have been on, like, other podcasts. Like, I'm pretty sure, like... I don't know, like Barack Obama's on armchair expert, and I know you fucking hate Dax Shepard, but <laughs> over here on Exynos All, we're a Dax Shepard's apologist. Pocket, people are mm-hmm. going to fucking rip me to shreds for saying that.
1: Nah, everybody's Everybody's got good and bad in them. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, what, you know what's interesting? I wonder why hmm. Joe Rogan hasn't had Alex Cooper on, because they're both under the Spotify umbrella, you know? I don't know. You would think that they would have done a little collab or partnership at this point.
0: That's actually a good point. I mean, I feel like that the fact that they haven't been on each other's shows is very intentional on both of their teams, maybe, because I feel like typically if you're under the same umbrella, you do partnerships
1: with yeah. people. Under Although, that. wasn't yeah. Dax also Spotify only? Dax yes, Shepard. I
0: did think that, but then I saw him on. Actually, I'm going to fact check. My, I I could have sworn I saw his show on Apple, and I was like, wait a minute, doesn't he have no a yeah, think the like non compete?
1: might have ended but i know for a while it was joe alex and dax on spotify yeah so maybe recently
0: yeah he yeah he just posted about the chain smoker 16 hours ago fyi i know you were dying to listen to that one (laughs) (laughs) um but today we're going to be talking about you know something a little spooky i was actually listening to your ghost encounter episode and i was like I feel like if I'm going to release this Roanoke episode, it's kind of at the perfect time because we're nearing Halloween. Right now we're recording on October 23rd and this will come out the day before Halloween. So Monday, October 30th. Um, so I want to know just from your perspective, before we dive into this, the history of it all, what did you know about Roanoke if at all? And if you didn't know anything about it, like what are your kind of just like first kind of thoughts upon reading about this lore?
1: Okay. So at first I didn't know anything about it when you said to me, like, we should do an episode on it. You mentioned that this was kind of referenced in American Horror Story. And then I started diving into some TikToks about this idea of the lost colony and these English settlers who ended up disappearing and couldn't be found. I'm so excited to dive into it because I feel like there's kind of a clear answer for why they disappeared. And it's just the retellings of history that have kind of made it a mystery when it really wasn't. Um, But it was spooky, too, because I love any sort of mystery or legend or lore that has something specific to it. And the idea of this guy, you know, leaving the colony or the settlement camp, Mm -hmm. whatever, and then coming back years later to find like 115 people disappeared. And what was the word that was carved onto the tree? Um, Croatoan. Croatoan. Yeah. Now at first I didn't know what that meant, right? We're going to get into it in the episode. There is meaning for it. But at first I was like, what does it mean already? I'm thinking about like trying to decipher it like a Nancy Drew book or something. So it has everything you need to make you want to go down the rabbit hole.
0: I think every time I do some kind of conspiracy episode or just like mystery like we did the malaysia airlines flight that you and i became obsessed with and like something like this you're always a person i want to go to because i know you (laughs) equally go down rabbit holes and i know you kind of like you want to i find that you're very interested in kind of like what is the other like there's a typical response and i think history would point to like what happened to this lost colony being x but i like that you kind of offer a different perspective like even with the malaysia airlines flight you're like let's dig into the Diego garcia like theory because no one's really touched on it they literally in the malaysia airlines netflix documentary they touched on it just like briefly but i like having you on for these episodes because you offer like a more conspiratorial like tinfoil (laughs) hat which i love
1: thank you for saying that you're like you're the weird aunt you know what i mean but yeah you know there's no bad ideas in brainstorming we're just brainstorming
0: yeah and i'm curious before we dive into like with halloween and spooky season upon us Mm. Were there any, like, stories that you were – I think for me, right, like, growing up, I was really into, like, light as a feather, stiff as a board, and Bloody Mary, yeah. like, twirling around in the bathroom and, like, looking in the mirror to see if she came out from behind <laughs> me. Like, I was always, like, obsessed with things like this growing up, and, like, Blair Witch Project, I remember watching watching the movie with, like, all the girls on the cheer team, and I freaked the mm-hmm. hell out of them. Like, I made everyone believe that, like, the Blair Witch was in our house, and I just love creeping people out. What were some of your obsessions, if any, growing up or even now –
1: I remember one that gripped me back in like the days of YouTube. I'm talking like Shane Dawson era YouTube. Um, Do you remember hearing about like the spooky elevator game?
0: Is it like when you punch all the numbers and then if you go like you basically go into another dimension yeah, so like... Oh, dude, I this one it. fucking scares me. Oh, we should do another episode <laughs> on that. You no, know, t- tell the story. This one, actually, it's like a Korean. There's like a Korean, and there's a lot of stuff with Lisa Lam when she disappeared. Yes, echo. Ne- yes. yes, the hotels, yes. But go on. I'm interrupting yeah. you. Yeah, which one's by creepy. the way,
1: like we should, like in Nashville, we should just like find a tall building and do it. But I think that there's some sort of code. Like it needs to be a building with a lot of floors. And I forget how it goes, so don't quote me on this. But it's something like you get into the elevator and if you press seven, and you go to floor seven, then 24, then three, then nine, then 15 and then the basement that's like some code so then that way when you go down to the basement when the elevator doors open it's actually another dimension that you're stepping in because of the order of like the buttons you did so these different youtubers would try to do it i don't know why like who the fuck comes up with these things but it kind of had everything needed like all the right ingredients to make it a little spooky surprise and like every time i went into an elevator i was like only one button at a time (laughs) Yes. And I,
0: that honestly, like a lot of things don't really creep me out. Like I can listen to True Prime podcasts, like I live alone, like I can do all that, no problems. But something about that specific, like legend, urban legend of getting stuck into another dimension and literally not being able to get out of it scares the absolute hell out of me. Because, like, the way it goes is like you get out of the elevator after doing the sequence of whatever buttons you end up choosing and you try to go down the stairs. But it takes you mm. right back up to like where you started. So like basically you're in this like never ending infinite lap loop of just like the same elevator. It's so scary. And people said like they've gotten trapped in it for years. I'll link it in the show yeah. notes. But there's like this Korean blog, Tumblr.blogpost.com of like someone doing it. And it's horrifying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I don't know. I just love stupid things like that. And it does like, I don't know. Everybody loves a little fright once and once and then.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any like Halloween? Pl- I guess people have been celebrating Halloween for the past couple of weeks, but do you have any Halloween plans as we're like coming on to the actual holiday?
1: No, because I'm going to be away for um my friend's bachelorette party. So I'm going to be in Mexico for it. But my favorite Halloween party story of all time was Years ago in college, I dressed up as Rafiki, the monkey from The Lion King.
0: You're so So cute. So I did like
1: his face paint and I made his like stick with the hanging coconuts and like jewelry on it. And we went on this bar crawl throughout Houston and my stick would be like, anytime the coconuts were up in the air, everybody had to gather. And that was our sign that like we moved to the next bar. And I got pretty hammered. And I ended up legit getting into a bar fight with a girl who was dressed as the Statue of Liberty. And we like full on got into like a physical bar fight and I had to get escorted out and I broke a couple of my toes. I dressed as Rafiki the monkey fighting the Statue of Liberty. Like how funny to get into a bar fight on Halloween. So it's like two characters are attacking each other.
0: Wait, Shannon, you're literally like s- such a small person. They, I could break you in <laughs>
1: half on my knee. I'll go. When I tell you I got my ass kicked and none of my friends like backed me up. You know what I mean? I went to school with a bunch of nerds at Rice University, you know? No, it's my like one that, friend, yeah. the one whose who's bachelorette party it is for Halloween, she helped me.
0: It's like that one meme when it's like, get pregnant, you find out who your real friends are. Pretty sure there's like another <laughs> way another way to figure that Get in a bar fight. Halloween. I know we're real friends. And my are. friend who
1: helped me too, she's Nicaraguan, and she was like, I will have your back, like no matter what. <laughs> like the loyalty was deep. So I appreciated it. Yeah. How about you? What do you mean this year? Honestly, I fucking
0: hate dressing up. Like nothing. I hate themed parties. Uh-huh. I, I know, which is like shocking because I feel like, you know, I love being the center of attention. But like, yeah. you know, <laughs> I just like I can't deal with it. Um, so yeah, I'm not like a big Halloween girly. One of my friends from college is having she just bought a house in um, in Long Beach, so I'm probably going to go there just for, like, you know, take a peek. I probably won't dress up. I'm, I'm just really bad at that. Like, I'm, I'm not a dressing up kind of girl.
1: Not even as, like, a iconic celebrity outfit, even if it's streetwear or something?
0: I feel like that would be easiest, but if I were to do that, I feel like I would need to have, like, a partner, like, to do it with me. Like, I would be, like, Mary-Kate and Ashley or, like, Pete Davidson and Ariana, like, that, you know, the hoodie mm. and, like, the fucking ponytail and, like, I feel like that would be easy, yeah. but… You could wear, like, whatever's
1: in your dirty laundry pile and be Justin Bieber. Oh, my God. I
0: fucking love (laughs) it. And, like, get, like, a tattoo sleeve from Amazon. Yeah. no, that would be perfect. Okay, so let's dive in. Are you Mm -hmm. ready to dive into the Roanoke? Okay. So I'm going to give a quick background to the entire – just, like, what is this all about? For anyone who's like, I have no idea. I don't remember the first time I heard about this. I was in the third grade. And – they taught us this in elementary school. And I remember being told, you know, this colony, they came and settled from England and basically they vanished. And there was this word inscription on the tree that said Croatoan. And to this day, we don't know what it means, but it's like, it's very clear, like, which, by the way, since on. since
1: we're, like, around the same age, isn't it funny, too, like, the way that we were taught history growing up in, I don't know, the early 2000s, like, w- the word colonizer was, like, not ever brought up in any of my history classes. Like, we were taught such a, like whitewash for and obviously I haven't been back to high school since I left I just assume that they're doing it differently now but like the version of history we were taught growing up is so different than the version of history I look at online and like dig into when I research you know
0: you're so correct in that and it's funny I was just talking about this when like everything was going down with like Israel and Palestine and whatever which way you're standing on that not to get into it but like we weren't even taught that like I wasn't taught that in school and like we're taught a very westernized part of history and like i think about the things that happened to like just being chinese american myself i'm like things like the chinese exclusion act that happened in the united states like it was like a sentence in yeah. the history of books like you never want to spotlight any other thing but just like european colonizers it, yeah i i totally agree with you and the way I, they were
1: like would be two curious. sentences on the atomic bomb they were like that's a thing we did anyway moving on i'm like i'm sorry what <laughs> like yeah the version of uh the version of history we got was very, very different than actual history. Very
0: biased. very I would actually be really interested if there's any history teachers that are listening or like any friends that have like siblings in high school, like what is the curriculum? What's like on the rubric? How are people being taught? Because I feel like the way in which we view the world is so much more progressive than it was 10, 20 years ago. So I would just be, I would actually be so fascinated to learn about how people are being taught in the u.s and like yeah. also just how we think like the u.s is the greatest country in the world like that's what we were taught literally mm. and like the pledge of mm-hmm. allegiance every day like what the fuck was that
1: is it like we weren't taught anything about australia africa south America, like none of that but i know so much about victory gardens and like what we did to help the war effort <laughs> i'm like we spent so much time on that and like nothing else it, it was wild
0: in the Boston Tea Party. Yeah. And which goes yeah. along like super well with like basically exactly what Roanoke is about, which is probably why I learned it when I was in the third grade. I literally remember the handout that I was provided in the third grade at Miss Coss's class. Um, so, yeah. So, in 1587, there was a small colony of about 120 individuals, so comprised of men, women, and children. And it was this colony was founded on an island off the coast of North Carolina near the Outer Banks. Shout out to the Netflix show and the fucking Chase Stokes guy cannot stand. Um, there's this man, his name was John White. He was the governor of Roanoke, which um, is a colony that was established um, three years earlier before Roanoke was actually established. He was kind of going back and forth between England and the US to kind of just do like an expedition to see like what kind of land is available for the US? What kind of land um, can we conquer? So essentially in 1587, when he had come there with a bunch of his other friends and family, um, they had found this area in the Outer Banks and John White soon realized, he's like, oh shit, we don't have enough resources. We don't have enough food. We don't have enough supplies to last us. So he was like, I volunteer as tribute to go back to England to pick up said supplies. And you guys wait here, I volunteer, I'll go. He probably went with maybe one or two other help. I'm not sure. So by the time he gets back to England, little did he know that there was a huge battle going on between England and Spain. So by the time he arrived in England, Queen Elizabeth I was basically like, you need to stay here, we need to fight against the Spanish Armada and he was unable to return as initially planned back to Roanoke and he left behind a daughter whose name was Eleanor and a brand new grandchild who was the first child to ever be, historically as artifacts show, the first child to ever be born um, from these colonies from England to the U.S. So after three years, once all had the dust had settled between the Spanish Armada and England, he returned only to find the settlement entirely empty so his wife child and new grandchild were gone just poof a complete mystery and it seemed like everyone had just vanished out of thin air and the only thing that arose from just the blank the entire blank atmosphere was these words two words on two different um trees one word that said croatoan and the other tree had the letter cro carved into trees within the colony's borders and it was the only sign that pointed to any sort of explanation
1: and which, I by don't the way, know like is that's true. a big, big word, right? To carve into a tree. Like maybe it was a big tree, or maybe it was tiny letters. Like, what is that? That's nine letters. Yeah. Words, eight yeah. Words. It's
0: like, and people were also confused. Like, people were saying, you know, if they wanted to give some kind of sign, like, why didn't they? write something longer but then some people I was seeing some things on reddit people were being like well you don't realize how long it takes for you to like carve things into trees I don't know I've never carved anything into a tree tree carvers show your face (laughs) sound off (laughs) in the comments but like it's very bizarre I think and what were your initial thoughts when you like read all this what were your like first theories before we dive into like all the events leading up into the disappearance
1: yeah, well, they—they're always like the disappearance. Like it showed no signs of a struggle. There were no graves nearby. Um, just the carving on the tree. And yeah, people online, right, were saying, "Why didn't they say we moved here or like hugs and kisses, like see you later?" But apparently, this guy, what John? Of course, it's always a John. You know, who's it's always a John settling. And mm-hmm. um, he had told them, right, like if something bad happens, carve. Where you're going into the tree, and if it's under nefarious circumstances, do the sign of the cross in the tree. Yes, but there was no cross in the tree, but they did, you know, follow his instructions and put something on a tree.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I remember when I first just read like this brief synopsis, I thought something really sadistic happened. I was like, oh my god, like I felt like it was. Alien activity, I thought, like, the fact <laughs> that there was absolutely nothing in the ground that pointed to any sign of a struggle or any kind of, like, war or battle, I was like, there was no explanation to this. Like, you'd, I'd imagine, like, if you're packing your belongings, right, and you're leaving somewhere, there was some kind of sign of, like, things that are left behind, like, oh, we don't really need that. We can leave that. But the fact that there was absolutely nothing on the ground except these tree carvings just made me feel like there was something sinister going on.
1: Yeah. You know what's an interesting right it was a colony of about 120 individuals how many people fit on that malaysian plane what if they're on the plane and <laughs> the same oh. people in the colony and then they just disappear from there and then they're on the plane and they disappear and they go back and forth um but no i think i think the plane held like 300 people <laughs>
0: something about disappearances like I I think a lot of people when they watch true crime they're like I hate disappearances and mysteries because what you don't know what happens to them and I'm like that's the shit that I actually enjoy reading about the most and digging into the most because there's just so many theories that you could like plug into and be like this is this is like valid this is reasonable but this is also reasonable like there's just so many which ways it could go and those are the most fascinating albeit like very tragic stories, but I, yeah, find but them I mean the most interesting
1: nobody's ever technically right or wrong right because to this day with disappearances nobody ever has the correct answer
0: exactly so kind of just leaves your imagination to really pick up the pieces knowing that there is not a singular valid answer to it all um okay so let's get into the events leading up to the disappearance so as i mentioned before so three years before roanoke was established the english were going back and forth between england and the u.s to establish colonies so this was back in 1584 and this period of time is known to be what is called now the scouting expedition so keep in mind that they only had what was on their ship so supplies were clearly limited and when they would run out of food they would have to rely on the natives to help with their food supply so it's kind of like creating goodwill between your neighbors Um, So which I, I think is actually pretty interesting is the English were carrying deadly pathogens that the natives lacked immunity to. And so by the time like during the scouting expedition, when the Europeans would come over to these, you know, these newfound colonies. They would spread these diseases and an epidemic eventually spread because natives didn't have, you know, the immunity obviously no flu vaccines at the time so many natives died as a result, and therefore cohabitation was like no longer an option. And at one point, the English, during their scouting expedition, they had attacked a specific tribe. It goes by, and I'm going to botch these names, guys. I apologize. It's like Algonquian tribe. The English settlers had attacked the Algonquian tribe and beheaded their chief, who went by the name of Wengina. Sure.
1: (laughs) Sure. Like we said at the (laughs) beginning, it all leads back to the Gina.
0: Bingo. So they beheaded their chief, Wingina. and obviously that was like, okay, this is fucking war. Like, you're going to attack like our most valuable player. Like, fuck off. So obviously the relations with the Native Americans had officially fallen apart at that point. And there was a lot of fear that the Natives – there was a lot of fear on the English side that the Natives would eventually start forming alliances with the other neighboring tribes to eventually just band against the English colonists altogether.
1: And no. even like that retelling of history isn't it so funny how whitewashed that is it's like the english people literally attacked first they attacked a tribe they beheaded the chief and then it's like so much fear that like they're they're going to get attacked by the yeah you mean like the same thing that you did to them which would be entirely in their right to do back to you like you guys are the aggressor here it's it's wild no,
0: literally. It's like someone comes to my house and like beheads my sister. And it's like, well, you fucking yeah. started it.
1: Bitch, this is my house. Like, yeah. And then it's like, I'm terrified that Christy might do something to me. She's so scary and dangerous. And it's like, yeah. What? Says the murderer? Says the beheader? <laughs> like,
0: no, that's actually such a good point. And this kind of goes back to what we were talking about with like US history and the way we were taught as like school children of like how the way that even these articles, I read like multiple articles, they were all written kind of like the same way of like, from the English perspective like well they were on the defensive because they were scared of like the entire native population group coming at them it's like well yeah even though
1: they're like helping them with the food supply they're being like incredibly you know kind to them getting attacked by them and then it's like oh savages we have to watch out for it's like oh my god unreal which goes back to like
0: pocahontas i remember like
1: that song savages savage which is like that's so problematic now yes yeah like,
0: what how out of pocket of disney
1: isn't that wild i was re-watching that on the movie the other day don't you think that shay mitchell would make a perfect um pocahontas Pocahontas. live action
0: i think she's so stunning and like i feel like her acting has improved since pretty little liars and i watched her on you and she was so as peach and she was so good yeah the only
1: thing is she's so good at playing like a real bitch so i don't know how she would do playing pocahontas because she's distinctly not cunty you know
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember on Pretty Little Lyra's, me and my friend would always, when we would watch it together in college, we'd be like, her face has that same kind of like, like she's always kind of like the same. She's kind always, of positive, her eyebrows concerned. are always
1: like, yeah, like up in a little bit of an arch. Like she's always worried, which I mean, those girls were getting yes. stalked by like some criminal for like five seasons. So it makes sense. But yeah, she was always going through something. She's
0: like stunning, but like she was like a one hit face wonder, you know, just one, <laughs> one face all the time. But She the way that one that show, face card only. Yeah. But it's a stunning face the way that show had a fucking chokehold on me were you obsessed
1: and it I got was, scary too it's talking about spooky season
0: i was obs- i like wanted to rewatch it because it was such a shit show of a season i mean of a show but i was i remember like when i first listened to your show you did an episode on it and i was like this bitch knows yeah. up like she's doing a pretty little liars <laughs> episode like she she does the content that i'm looking for and before <laughs> i knew you i was like I, remember I was cooking and i was like flipping whatever and i was like yeah like lucy hale like fuck yeah like i literally remember listening to your episode
1: but it's funny because shay mitchell is the one that like came out on top from that i remember lucy hale and ashley benson had like the saddest blind items i was like i feel bad for these girls
0: yeah yeah and shay mitchell was like the worst like the least talented but she went on to definitely do the most she made
1: the bag literally she got her bag which was the bag
0: (laughs) right i I really want to like i get so influenced on tiktok i want to buy one
1: I want their weekender bag so much, so bad. the price, because it's it's exactly distinctly too expensive for what I would pay for something. Can I guess yeah, before you say it? Yeah. Before, guess. can I guess? Mm. Like, tell me what is you like, would pay for it, and then do a guess of how much it is.
0: Okay, I honestly would probably pay this just because I love to be influenced by shit like this. I want to
1: say maybe like two hundred and thirteen. Jesus Christ! Is it? How much is it? <laughs> No, no. So it's 108 for the weekender bag, and I would pay sixty dollars for that.
0: Okay, I think my my idea of uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that. Is... <laughs> There's no excuse. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Maybe I was thinking more. I was thinking, yeah, no, there is no excuse. That's just ridiculous.
1: Well, then you know what? It's in your budget, so you could get two. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, just, that's girl math. Girl math. <laughs> we're
0: gonna be she's this and that
1: (laughs) yeah you're too rich and i'm mad about it your answer made me upset
0: (laughs) (laughs) like meanwhile like my ghetto ass car with no fucking backup camera like shut up
1: (laughs) shut up no i'm i'm with you though i did hype it up i i acted like it was very expensive but like for a bag
0: i mean people have paid way more for like louis vuitton you know what
1: i mean i can't i can't yeah i've never had a designer bag in my life but, yeah no yeah.
0: like that's such a waste of money sorry
1: mm-hmm. um
0: okay so let's go back to it so john white returns after his little quick three-year stint in england after the spanish you know i guess they stopped the fight he came back and after a three-year hiatus he returns and i guess he'd come back with a couple of his crew his crew members And upon arriving at Roanoke Colony, he saw a huge fire as he approached the island, but John White never clarifies in his historic artifacts that he left behind whether he believes the fire to be natural or lit by people. And apparently they went up to the colony, they shot cannons to let the colonists know like, hey, we're here, like making our presence known, but nothing. There was no sign that they they were aware that these colonists had returned. So upon arriving at Roanoke, they stepped off the ship, they saw fresh footprints where they had landed, but there was no sign of people that they had left behind and the colony was essentially deserted there was overgrass of grass and weeds and they saw bars of iron and a few cannons five looted chests the houses again were completely demolished um and white wrote and artifacts that there was like shannon had mentioned there was a pact between them that if they were to flee they were to leave behind a secret token of their destination or if abandonment was forced upon them they were to leave a cross on that note and because as shannon mentioned there was no cross it appears based on just that Word Croatone and CRO on the two tree stumps they left on their own volition. So I guess John White had attempted to go to Croatone Island because really what Croatone signify was a neighboring island near the coast of North Carolina, near the outer banks. But apparently, when he attempted to make that trek to Croatone Island, something on the ship broke, making him unable to actually reach that final destination and search for his loved one. So ultimately, like the search just like stopped. I don't. So That's basically the end of it. Let's go into a couple of theories. So, theory one, and I'm gonna just kind of sound off a couple of these, and I want your initial reactions to them. So, theory one: the colonists just got sick of it. They realized that there was not enough like resources. The land was getting sparse. Maybe there were fear of getting attacked by native tribes and they sailed back to England on their own, got lost at sea and perhaps were met by like a bloody fate during the hands of like Spaniards, because there are some like arguments between Spanish and English. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I say no. What do you say?
0: I think that's like a normal theory. Um, I feel like it definitely is possible, but also my question is how would they have acquired a ship?
1: I mean, I just feel like, I just feel like what happened is so obvious. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, they let's go into the, where yeah. they went. Yeah, okay. Anyway, but but let's let's break down the other ones. Yeah, okay.
0: So, killed by Native Americans by Powhatan. So, if we go back to Pocahontas, that there is some validity and some like inspired by true events kind of thing. So, there is a theory that the colonists were killed by this tribe that wasn't Croatoan, that wasn't the Algonquian. It was a separate tribe. The problem with this theory is that john white didn't report any signs of a battle or distress which i think is like a huge indicator that nothing actually nefarious when it comes to like killings actually occurred um Mm. in fact there was an acquaintance of john smith who we all know is like pocahontas's alleged lover he was like the main character in the disney movie he later wrote in some of his inscriptions that powhatan had confessed to the massacre of the roanoke colony after they had captured john smith but there is no documented artifacts of John Smith admitting that the Powhat- Powhatan tribe killed off the colony and that John was well known for some of his embellishments. Like kind of is actually, now that I read that over, that like, kind of like contradictory. He wrote that maybe he confessed in, in verbally that like they had massacred the colony, but he didn't actually write it. I'm not sure about that. I think that just goes back to though, like there's no actual indication that there was a struggle. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah. I'm with you. I, I, that one doesn't hit me in the gut. I'm going to just go now.
0: Yeah. Okay. This is, I think the most reasonable explanation that a lot of people essentially believe. So maybe Shannon, I mean, what do you like, if you could sum it up in like TLDR terms without me getting into all these, what do you think happened?
1: Okay. TLDR. I think John, what's his name? White. He sails back to England. He's there for three years because of the armada going on, he can't get back. He comes back. He sees that they're gone and they wrote Croatoan on the tree. And even though there's a fucking island, right, called Croatoan and there's like a Croatoan tribe there and they have like a documented history of like being helped out with food by, you know, the different native people who live there. Instead, He goes, oh, let me check out the island. And then I think like three of their anchors broke, I read. So instead of going to the Croatoan island, he just sailed back to England and went. They disappeared. And it's like, are you dumb, you fucking idiot? Like you told them to write on the tree where they were going to go. They left. They wrote on the tree where they went. You just didn't check the location that they went to. And then because you didn't want to be like an embarrassment... You went back to England and, like, spun this story about how everyone disappeared, but I bet they were, like, chilling on that island with the nice people who, like, let them live with them because there was no cross on the tree.
0: Yeah, I I think that – I didn't even think of the fact that he was, like, all disheveled, embarrassed, like, oh, I went all the way back and can't even give, like, good news back to my people, so I'm just going to, like, embellish or, like, and fabricate the, this crazy story.
1: Yeah, or the embarrassment of the whole, like, oh, our – experiment with this new colony didn't work because obviously the people who already live here know how to live here better. We didn't have supplies. We failed. And then I came back, they had to join another tribe. I, I failed. So that would have looked bad for England. And I think um I remember reading that there were signs of a potential drought that could have happened in the three years oh. that he was gone. There was something about like you know, when they cut down trees, like the rings of the trees basically showed that there had been drought going on. Yeah. 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 I mean, obviously, like I'm not a scientist, but that could have been a reason why they said, hey, we need some support. You know, we can't survive on our own.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like typically in that, I mean, I'm no like fucking weather expert, but I feel like in the South and in that area of, of, of the country, like the, the seasons and the weather can be very, very scary. Like people are going to get... Also, oh,
1: there now. were uh reports of a fire too. So, may- I mean, maybe that was a fire caused by some sort of drought, dry conditions, who knows?
0: Right. Or like hurricanes are like prevalent in the South. So like, yeah, you just don't know. And it seems like if they barely had enough supplies when they first bris- like got to the settlement and they needed supplies like pretty immediately and it took John white three years to return they basically had to do what they needed to do like they had no other option than to band with the neighboring tribe and beg for help
1: and i think too i mean let me know if if you are just about to say this but there were different reports and rumors right that there were tribes of native americans some having blonde hair or Mm -hmm. blue eyes um You know, so some people were like, oh, my God, have you heard like there's this one tribe that has like distinctly European features and they even found different artifacts like in the same layer of the earth where they would find like the pottery and the arrowheads. They would also find European like vases and artwork and some of the um, European earrings that were used for the women had been turned into fish hooks for um, fishing. So I feel like, come on. They went they went to the island
0: yeah i always wonder that about archaeologists too like archaeologists sound off in the comments you know um yeah. like when you're like digging like who's the other one know? tree
1: carvers and archaeologists Yeah, tree so.
0: carvers weather people archaeologists sound off let me know they're,
1: by the way they're um, literally all typing right now like you guys are so wrong
0: <laughs> like, literally literally like, <laughs> they're like you fucking idiots um but like how do you know too like i always wonder about that like I'm sure you could just, I could have just researched this, but like when you're digging and you're like, oh, this part of like the sediment or the soil
1: is at 1500
0: or like four inches up is like, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm sure that they must do, I don't know, some sort of maybe they test the bacteria or the nutrients in the dirt to see like how long they've been aged for or alive or dead for or something.
0: It's so interesting to me because it's just like I get there's like a science behind archaeology but it just seems like so subjective depending on like unforeseen weather circumstances that could have happened that could like move the soil i'm sure that's all taken in consideration when you're like digging things up but it's so interesting to me like how are you able to determine like oh this came from the 1500s this came from the 1800s like 1500s was a long ass
1: time ago Do you remember um, in the second Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants movie when Bridget Freeland decided to like be an archaeologist for a trip? And I remember thinking like, um, did you watch that movie, the second one?
0: Of of course. Yeah, I was obsessed. Yeah.
1: And I remember thinking like, oh my God, how fun. Like, I'd love to do that for a summer. And then when I looked into it, they were like, the only people allowed to do those digs those very, very historically important digs where if you get something wrong, you're like breaking a piece of history. Like, you have to be, you have to have studied architecture for like 10 years. And then it's so funny watching it back that like Bridget Vreeland was like, I'm hot with my banana colored hair. That's all they always described her in the books. And she's just like decided to be an archaeologist for a summer. And it's like, girl, you were a soccer player last year. I feel she's like Barbie, could, she
0: does it all. I feel like I could see you literally doing that though. Like out of anyone I know, I feel like Shannon, you will be the one who's like fucking like in Africa, like with like a, like a, a construction hat digging. I mean that like the most like flattering way.
1: Thank you. you know? Thank, well, who knows? Maybe. Um, I mean, history is cool, but I think that those archeological archeolo- digs, you almost have to have the precision of a surgeon. Like you have to go so slow and carefully and stuff. So I don't know if I'd have the patience for it, but I, I appreciate the vote of confidence.
0: Yeah. I feel like I would be digging. I'm like, why can't I find anything? Like I would just be like so frustrated. I'd, like, I'm i bored. I'd, After yeah. like an hour, I'm like, it's just dirt.
1: Like, <laughs> Although, who knows, maybe if we like put a good podcast in or something, just chip. I do think in another life, I'd be great on an assembly line. The way that like every time I'm doing a repetitive motion, I feel like that's what I was meant to do in life is just like do like one thing over and over again for eight hours and then go home. Have you seen that? I love Lucy when they're at the chocolate conveyor belt? Yes. And I think all the time I would have actually been so good at that. It doesn't matter how fast it goes. I could have found a way to make it work. And Uh, these people, you know,
0: honestly, like that clip from that, like, it's honestly, (laughs) I watch it today. I'm I'm howling. It's so fucking funny when she's like throwing it around and throwing
1: in the thing. (laughs) And they come
0: and she's like, (laughs) like, it's so fucking funny. It's like true. True fucking humor. It's just so stupid and so good. But no, I agree. Something about a repetitive task, just like basic transactional stuff, or like, I'm just like, I would kill it.
1: Yeah. Kill it. Like, I used to do um, that volunteering where like, you know, like you'll make bags to give out to people and each bag needs like two potatoes and like one water bottle and like three. Co- and I would always yeah. be the quickest at the bags. I was like, give me another, like, let's go. I found a great way to do it where I hold two at once. And then I do this. And as, you know, as I'm grabbing the water bottle, I'm opening the bag. Yeah. Ooh, totally.
0: I've, I've done that one. Like I at my old job. You have, to, we would have to like volunteer at like the soup kitchen. And it was exactly that. Like we going yeah. to arrange the thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, but I was more of the opposite. I was like, I'll volunteer like, I don't know, maybe I'll just volunteer some money. I don't really want to be like I was just so like tired of being on my feet. I'm not a being on my feet, girl. Maybe that's where I would fail. You know?
1: No, it is hard. You gotta get those good shoes. You know, that's because I yeah. wear the bunion safe uh footwear. So that's why it's okay for me. It's <laughs> so supportive I have flat in the arch.
0: feet. I have flat feet, so it's really hard for me. It's actually very physically enduring for me to be up for a long period of time. <laughs> People are like, well, oh, like so come- she'd rather donate her money than her time shut up like i
1: can't yeah christy you're coming <laughs> across as very rich
0: <laughs> i know like fucking ghetto ass car doesn't have a fucking like i said no backup camera um okay let's go into some creepy Ooh. Theories. Ooh. okay so how what do you know about like witchcraft like did you have to read um the crucible in high school
1: Yes, and I I did one of those um have you ever done a past life regression (gasps) okay um no but I've been very
0: into that and I've like done a lot of research into it back in my woo woo like earlier woo woo days but I'm curious what people did someone say you were like a fucking Salem
1: witch girl (laughs) there was this like it was during the days of COVID and I remember how like each week there was something we grasped onto. Like one week it was Tiger King. The other week it was like the whipped coffee. And then one week there was a a YouTube video where this guy like walks you through a meditation or hypnosis so that way you do a past life regression. And, Mm. you know, it was like during COVID. So like I sat and I got like my high quality headphones, you know, quiet room by myself to do it. And it was very powerful. I started crying and for some reason, I just saw myself at a witch trial.
0: That is so wild. Like, what else did you see? I'm so curious about this.
1: Um, Just lots of red, people burning, people burning, and definitely a sense of, I am unsafe right now. Um, So who knows? Do you ever think of like, is there like a period of time where you're like, oh my God, I just feel drawn to it for some reason?
0: (sighs) Nothing like that, like historical or anything like that. But I feel like, I definitely believe in that kind of stuff. I I definitely think it is possible that in a past life you like were there. Maybe you weren't being tried or like hung, but something about that period of time is so spooky to me because it just shows like how influenced you can be about around those around you and just like the
1: fear mongering and just the, the mob overall mentality lore. and like yes, the Yes, yeah, the mob, yeah. yes exactly. A lot so about like, like the human psyche then. Dude, I was asking the guy that I'm seeing right now, like, you know, obviously the Roman empire question. And he said that the period in time he thinks about the most is the dark ages, you know, like when the plague was going around and everything just sucked. He's like, I think about it every day, like how we were able to like, how people went on, like, it must've been impossible because there's so many points in history where it's just absolutely diabolical.
0: Yeah. I think about like when people look back on our period. I feel like that would be like our COVID, but like, we have like better medicine. We have electronics. We have things that keep us connected. Um, obviously there's like really no comparison, but that's the only thing I can compare it to, I guess, but I don't even know how you would go or like the great depression or something like how people even went about their days normally.
1: Yeah. Although do you think we're in a good period of time right now or a bad one?
0: I feel like it's bad. I feel like, you know, it's funny. (laughs) I, I was actually talking to my therapist. She's probably listening, but she was like telling me, um, She's like you know I feel like she she was like around my age I'm not good at math but she was around my age like when 9-11 happened maybe a bit younger actually like maybe mid-20s to mm. late 20s, and she was telling me like after 9-11 things just changed. like the way and even in the way in which like we're viewing the Israeli-Palestinian conflict obviously like, I'm not going to compare the two I'm just saying like the way in like we just are so fearful I feel like and the way in which we like I don't know I think it's just really changed our mindset and I feel like we haven't been like a good society or like a We're just tainted now, I feel like. And I feel like with electronics, too, and with COVID, we're even more tainted. In fact, I would say, like, even after COVID, thinking about how that was nearly four years ago, my life has, like, completely changed since COVID, like, in every element of my life. And I think maybe that might not be the truth for a lot of people, but it's the truth for, I think, a majority of people.
1: Yeah. It's one of those things where... I don't know, things lately have felt, and I think for everyone that I talk to, incredibly hopeless and dark and depressing and like all of these things that we were promised growing up, we're never going to be able to achieve or the moving target syndrome in life, right? Where it's like, go to college, get a job, then you'll have this. So then you go to college, you get a job, but then Mm -hmm. the target moves and now you need to have a side hustle or something else. And it just, um, the moving target syndrome is just like such a way to like cause despair in people. But it's funny because when I was down in, um, to Tanzania in august you know i was talking to some of the nuns there some of the people that we work with and mm-hmm. it's so funny you know like the you know the phrase hakuna matata like yeah. uh, it means no worries in lion king you know it's literally a phrase in swahili hakuna matata and it's something yeah. that like i think a lot of people at least the places in east africa that i've been to live by right and i was talking with um lizzie who works with us And Bridget and I were like, Oh my God, it's just like so dark. And she's like, you guys good? Like you have everything you need. Like, you know, like you have a house, you have a job, like you have this, like, what's the big deal? Like, there's nothing to worry about. And I was like, everything that you're saying is true. And like, I feel awful because like, we are so very privileged here, but the mental health predicament going on, like, you know, your mental health is your reality. And everybody I know is struggling with, um, depression, anxiety, OCD. So it's like we're at a time in history where like we have everything that we quote unquote need. Like it's incredible the things that we have. Just the concept of a grocery store is like unfathomable to people years right. ago. And Simple yet things, everybody yeah. feels so shitty. So it's like we're in both like the best and the worst time.
0: No, I t- I completely agree with that. And I think like it almost feels kind of vapid or like selfish to be like, you know, oh, I, I'm struggling with, x y and z and like yeah but there's literally people that are dying it's like i think we can all take a step back and recognize like things are happening all over the world that are horrible more horrible in your situation but like whatever's going on for you in your head is your own it's all relative trauma is all relative you don't need to have something as horrible as like having your whole family killed off To be Mm. like depressed, right? So I think, but I think I totally agree. Like, I guess I don't know what I'm really getting at, but like whatever you're feeling is valid. And I think it's it sucks that like, especially with social media, you can compare yourself to be like, well, I don't have an arm, but that person doesn't have two arms. Like yeah, both are horrible, you know? One is a little bit worse than the other, but it's all horrible. And I think exactly like what you were saying with the moving target, like when our parents are growing up, you go to college, you get a job, you buy a house. Now it's like, even to buy a house is so that obstacle is just so high for people that will will not even be able to achieve in like a lifetime, which is horrible. Like that is isn't what it should be, so.
1: Dude, our parents growing up, like most families like back in the day, you know what I mean? Had like the dad worked, the mom stayed at home. There were like three kids and, you know, like they had like a big house with a backyard and like, you know, people over for Thanksgiving, whatever the fuck, right? The concept of someone doing that now, having three kids, and one parent is a stay at home, well, the other parent who works would have to be like a multimillionaire for that to exist. But that was like what everybody did back in the day. And now it's like this massive monumental challenge. It's awful.
0: And it doesn't help that like you're on social media and you see all your friends like from high school or friends from college and you're like, okay, how come they have this like beautiful house? How
1: are they doing it? Like how – like actually how are people doing – like it blows my – like I want to sit down and like ask everybody like what's going on? Like how did you make this? I don't know. Whatever.
0: No, literally. Like there's a a girl from my high school who – what she wasn't my friend but like I see her life now and I'm like she married like well off and she lives in like I don't know maybe Florida or Chicago. I don't know. I don't know. And -hmm. she's like literally a Pilates instructor has a kid – like. like it doesn't do like I'm like that's fucking nice like I would love to have that fortunately that's not my reality but like that sounds fucking nice and like it doesn't help because I'm like I'm comparing myself to someone who has like a very unattainable very unique lifestyle that not most can afford but it's like then I compare myself to that one person I'm like why can't I have her lifestyle
1: yeah but you know what the thing that you said there was she married someone well off and I always forget like being a single girl right I'm like Oh, literally every expense in my life, if I was with someone, would be cut in half, which is like insane. I
0: think, I mean, like, I posted an Instagram story. I'm like, I'm always at a wedding, but like, do you know how fucking expensive it is for me to attend every fucking wedding of my friends this past year? It's so expensive because I'm by myself.
1: Yes. The hotel is your own. The flight is your own. The gift is your own. The, then you also have the bachelorette party with the flight and mm-hmm. the hotel and the gift, mm-hmm. and then that's yours. And then they end up having a baby the next year. So then you have the bridal shower, at, or sorry, the baby shower. And then all of that is on your end. It's, it's a serious expense, especially at this part of our yeah. life. And
0: then the mortgage payment or rent payment is all yours. Like You still have to do every mm-hmm. single expense and pay 100% of your mortgage or rent payment.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, and then, no, like, Yeah we were filming ourselves
0: out literally and i feel like we're like i mean like and i feel like we're very fortunate to be in the positions that we're in i'm not saying that our situations are bad at all like we're fortunate um but it's like it still doesn't mean it doesn't still suck
1: you know things are things are just different back in the day i don't i don't know it's so hard right like to, to conceptualize history with the idea of like inflation and also how different everything was and also like technology either catching up or going down but it just does seem like things in the 90s were like a little bit easier you know money-wise making the dollar go somewhere wise
0: yeah money-wise I think it was easier but I think just like being a human and just like feeling anything was just harder yeah so it's like wait, what would you rather having your money go a longer way but also having your mental health like be not acknowledged at all or like not having your money go as far, but like also knowing that your feelings are valid and people can like acknowledge that.
1: I think it would have been ooh,
0: that's fucking hard.
1: I feel like maybe the time. You know what I would do? Here was the here was the best time to be alive when Vine was around because it was before TikTok and before mm-hmm. COVID, so before we got literally rid of all community and only online, digital for everything. But also, it was enough where like you know, gay marriage had been legalized. We had different, you know, people talking about yeah. stuff. I don't know. Like I just feel like Vine was kind of a time. Vine. Vine time.
0: Vine was the time. Yeah. Sound off in the comments. What was your favorite period? You know? <laughs> How old are you? And what was your favorite year? I would have to say my favorite year was when I was in elementary school, because I'll never be that cool again. I was so cool back in elementary school. Now yes, I'm like, you I were. Know. I was so cool. And then I was like a weirdo in high school, but like I was so cool in elementary school. Like nothing could stop me.
1: Damn. Okay, Christy. Remember when Tori what about you? told us uh, that she was like super popular, and I got like a little bit scared of her. I was like, "Wait, I've never <laughs> been friends with someone who was like popular before."
0: <laughs> no, I was like, "Who are you, bitch? Like, you don't." Like, she was like, "Get yeah. out of here!" <laughs> and she was like, "Oh, okay. casual." Like, yeah, no, I was, I was popular. Like, yeah. Like, what? All of us you know were that. just kind of, like silent. Like, what?
1: <laughs> You know, that quote from the Madison Beer video where she was like, I was supposed to be in the Ariana Grande's music video. And she's like, yeah, you know. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Also, Madison Beer, like, you're literally a perfect human being like. Oh, my God. She's so pretty.
1: She's ridiculously pretty. And her voice, too, is like absolutely bonkers. She's got it all.
0: If you could look like any celebrity. Who would it be?
1: I like, think if if, if You lot. could literally just. Poof. Can I mix and match?
0: Yeah. There are no rules to this.
1: I might want to do uh, Suki Waterhouse's hair.
0: Mm-hmm. She does have nice hair. It's very buoyant. And then I
1: might want to do either Natalie Portman or Zoe Kravitz's face. Mm-hmm. Delicate then, features, both of them. Yeah, the, those like, nice cheekbones. And then I want Sydney Sweeney's boobs and I want anyone's feet who doesn't have bunions just to see what it's like. What would you do? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think who I, who I would be. I was going to say, I actually said this to one of my friends, and she was like, that's so weird. I said Selena mm-hmm. Gomez, and I was like, is that a cop-out? Like, I really just think she's so pretty. She's like, that's such a weird thing you would say. Like, why would you say her?
1: <laughs> I don't commercial? think it's that weird. She's like one of the, you know, like, she's always on the list yeah. of most beautiful women. Yeah. And she, I feel she, like she, Zendaya she, she, would be cute. great
0: cindy is so fucking stunning you know she's fucking cool too
1: god there was somebody who i was staring at the other day just based off how perfect they were and i'm trying to think of who that was
0: Ooh, i have a better one what about an who? influencer like an influencer you could emulate like oh like they have a really nice just everything hmm. we're so shallow but i'm like just this is this is the shit i talk about in real life so if you don't like it
1: leave yeah. <laughs> leave okay <laughs> this is a shallow is it, podcast oh. Ariel Lord, you know her? Ariel she used Moore. to be married to I think the guy who started the big bang theory or something so he's like this gaga gazillionaire in hollywood
0: love that um, say no and more
1: she's she has a podcast it's called i think like the balanced blonde it's like one of those dear media ones and she talks on the TikTok blonde TikTok files a oh lot. yep
0: i know who this is yeah, yeah the Blonde it. Files. yes yes and she, she talks is.
1: about like all of the work that she's gotten done and stuff and yeah. i think she's like 38 the way that she looks oh no or valeria lipovetsky she's like this russian look her up she has three kids and she actually looks like she's 24 i'm like oh Lip-o- Valerial, uh, yeah, Lip. yeah. isn't that crazy she's a mom of three
0: yeah she looks good Ariel Laura's and once again funny. she
1: also married a hot i'm sorry not hot a rich guy and so did your friend so christy like we know what the answer is we're just not doing it we gotta get on seeking arrangements you know
0: I know. Honestly, like I was at dinner this Saturday and we were talking to the waiter and he was talking about how some of his friends do like seeking arrangements and how he's like, she'll just want like a couple thousand dollar like Chanel bag and she'll just have it the next day. Like it's a it's truly a reality. I can't even swipe right on a guy on Hinge that I, gives me like a slight ick, let alone engaging with an old fat man who gives me money. Like I, I'm being completely real. Could you do it?
1: I just like, I would never spend that on a bag. You know what I mean? I just feel like if I was ever like a sugar baby, like I would go in with an Excel document and I would be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be like a stock market queen and like really try to make this go somewhere.
0: What I should be doing is I should just
1: change. I should just start dating in Aspen. Like what the fuck am I doing in Denver? I got to go where the money is.
0: Yeah. 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 I'm like, I need to start like modifying places. I, I, I go like You can't, the thing is you can go to Newport to go meet sugar daddies because they, trust me, they are there and I've like, it's, it's happened, but like, it's just, I can't get behind it. Like physically.
1: You could find some sort of like young, uh, awkward tech boy who just like sold his company. Did I tell you that I once went out with a guy who was the fourth member of Snapchat and he was loaded.
0: Really? Was he cute?
1: Yeah, he was cute. He was not into me. I, I would have it. done anything to try and make it work. Are you kidding me? His he had this place in New York where the bathrooms, the toilet seat, and the floors were heated. I was like, "This is class, class, class out the ass, ass, ass."
0: Yeah, the one time I've experienced heated floors was at this um, hotel called the Bernardis in Carmel Valley, and it was Ooh. the most luxurious experience with that guy that that, that New York guy that I that female guy.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That is class. Yeah class yeah.
0: like it was so nice and i was like is this is how the other half lives like i don't know her you know
1: yeah but you know what it's just so sad to think of like being with someone for the rest of your life that you don't love like i couldn't do that that would be too hard christy's uh, <laughs> <how nice laughs> to, like... like everything's hard Choose your hard <laughs> it,
0: no literally i'm like at this point like shit i have no morals like it's it's so bad i would get I mean, a sugar like, daddy
1: and i'd be like oh like I really want a bag. And then he'd be like, what bag? And I'll be like the weekender bag for one of three I can't afford.
0: <laughs> no, you're like a humble, humble, relatable queen. Like I love your thread up. You're like, hi guys, my name's Shannon. I went to thread up today. <laughs> you're so cute on you. I'm like, dude, she looks good. Look at everything money I'm wearing be right high now. Fashion.
1: Everything I'm wearing is from thread. I've only bought clothes from thread up or thrift stores from the last two years. Isn't that crazy?
0: You're a sustainable queen.
1: Nah, I'm just cheap.
0: <laughs> no, honestly, that's what I'm, I always say. Money talks, wealth whispers. You're acquiring wealth God. by shopping at ThreadUp, and you you look fab. So thanks. You're thanks. the one that's you know who's laughing to the bank.
1: I guess. Shout out to ThreadUp. I once got a Theory coat, like a big puffer coat on there. Guess how much? That's my best find of all time. $19. Five. $5 for a winter coat from Theory
0: honestly yeah, if like you,
1: if you know how to hit it hit it
0: honestly like when I go to thrift stores and you can find like I see I'm not good at that though I don't have the eye my sister will go somewhere and she'll be like that and it's literally hit it, but she'll put it on like <laughs> yeah. that totally works like I don't have that eye you know what I mean yeah that's amazing like, you and know, also it's ta- like it's a talent
1: Well, we grew up like going to TJ Maxx all the time and stuff. So when I go shopping, like I literally wear workout clothes and I'm like, this is my workout for the day because you have to like push the racks and like move it and like hold the stuff on your arm and it gets weighted down. It's not fun. It's, you know, it's a workout.
0: You should go to estate sales. They have a lot of like really inexpensive clothing. They're not Mm. necessarily designer, but like they're just, they're just beautiful I mean, depending on what what estate sale it is, but I found a lot of good stuff and they'll sometimes have like vintage, like I went to one and it was like a vintage USC sweatshirt. Like my sister went there and like, I was like, oh, this is kind of cute. You know, just like you find random finds at estate sales too for clothes and for anything I I bet you get
1: good jewelry there,
0: you know? Oh, yes. Good jewelry. Good, just like tchotchkes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I got to try that. And I hear too, you have to go early because otherwise people will pick it over
0: exactly because it's like first come first serve so i'm gonna find i feel like this is very, your element i'm gonna find denver estate sales because if anyone's located in orange county there's at details estate sales and they're on instagram mm-hmm. and they do estate sales literally every weekend and they'll do go anywhere from like newport laguna like mission viejo like all these random places but like you can find the best shit like that's where everything like i showed you everything that i have in my house is from an estate sale the majority of it and it's
1: Pretty affordable. Yes, I remember when you did your tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were pointing out like what you got from it and you got good stuff. So you're the furniture queen yeah. and I'll do the clothes yeah. and then we'll bounce each other off. Yeah.
0: There you go. Yeah. Like I said, money talks, wealth whispers. <laughs> you, know, you don't need Chanel baby to look high class. You got a $5 theory, theory coat and a $600 dining table that would normally go for 4,000. You know, dining tables are expensive. They're like $3,000 sometimes. It's fucking ridiculous.
1: Dining tables, couches, rugs, nears. and mirrors. Yeah, but thank God for like Facebook yeah. Marketplace. That's like the only place I get stuff too.
0: Oh, me too. Yeah, I love like. But so that's the thing.
1: Like, I feel like you and I are like doing pretty well for ourselves. And if we are like that couch, like who the fuck is buying that couch? Who's buying all of the Crate and Barrel stuff? Like who's buying all of these houses? Like and like I don't know. I just like don't get it. Like who are you? Show yourselves.
0: Sound off in the comments. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who are you? No, I really no. Honestly, I, it's it's people that are, this is my theory. Actually, I've seen it. And you've probably seen it too from your hometown or people from college or whatever. People that get married that have wealthy parents together, they aggregate the money and they put it into that to their kids. And that's how you get a nice mm. house.
1: Okay. It's, I think we it's, just need to start dating smarter.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're patient to the choir. I'm trying. I increase the age on Hinge, and it's still giving me trolls. Like I can't, I can't even look at it. It gets me so frustrated. I have to. I'm like, this is actually, I'm puking. It's disgusting. Like, I, like, it, I, yeah. I, it's not even a guy who's kind of okay. It's like, no, no, no. You're literally hideous, hideous, and you're poor. So like, no. The
1: amount of like emojis that older men use is like so ick. They'll be like, they'll be like, hi, winky face. Like, how are you? Like, winky face. Like. Uh, where did you go to university? And then it will be like a tongue sticking out and it's like, knock it off with the emojis. Like, I'm going to vomit. I don't know why they love them so much.
0: What's your hinge max age?
1: Well, I'm off of it now, but I think I had it up to 40,
0: I think. that's Yeah, that's reasonable. I think mine's about there as well. Maybe even like 38, 38, 40. I mean, shit.
1: Because here's the thing, like it all depends. Like if he's perfect, you know, then... I don't know I'd go up to I don't know 42 or something right but I don't know online yeah. dating sucks.
0: Yeah, it does suck. I mean I just need to get back on the horse man. It's been a while.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. You know what you should try? Um have you been on the league?
0: Uh <laughs> Yes, and it was literally so scary. I had to exit immediately. It was horrible.
1: Why? Why you didn't like it? Yes. Why not? Okay, this is
0: actually years ago. This is, I think this was back in like 2016 um, when I mm-hmm. signed on to the league and it was scary. It was like, no, really
1: you should try day. it again because I think they only give you like oh. three people a day. So it doesn't burn you out like the other dating apps. And then also they do, you know, I, I know the type that you like and they check each person's like LinkedIn profile to make sure like they went to a good school or they have a good job or something. And I know that you're into that shit. Say no more.
0: Say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, say no more. My ass is already on the, on the LinkedIn before they even say, Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you went to this university, you work at Goldman Sachs, perfect.
1: The way you reached perfect. out to me, because I used to have like a background checker app for everyone oh, that I went yeah. out with. And like, because I'm seeing someone, like I stopped paying for it, but you better believe when I'm yeah. single again, like we can all use my background checker app.
0: Yeah. It was like Saturday, like 1127 PM. <laughs> Do you
1: have that background
0: app check? Can you tell me how old this
1: guy is? What? <laughs> I used to be able to tell you his address and his Pinterest account and his Amazon wish list and everything. FICO but... score, FICO score. No, but can I can that? tell you like what type of car they have and if they Damn. own or rent any properties or if they have any businesses. Their email address, their phone number, their family, people that they used to live with. Send Did I tell you I'm such a creep? Offline. I used to like. I used to do this for um, influencers too. Mm-hmm. the way that like i found where alex cooper lives in like two seconds i was like oh, she should have this better." <laughs> wait in la or in new york or in new york apartment? back when she was in new york although they didn't really hide it that much they would always make like videos out their window and stuff
0: oh my god yeah she's like she just needs to like laugh her way to the bank it's just stop what she's doing it's just like stop <laughs> like you've made a- enough money just like stop you know what i mean like there's no need for it anymore like we're tired. she's like the no we need
1: more hot white influencers talking about anal like that's what the world needs it's like okay we'll see Wait, was... waiting for her charity arc to develop if it ever does
0: literally like emily wrote something this meme and it was like a picture of her and alex earl like, doing the collaboration or promo for the unwell network and it was like I'm so thankful that I have like more representation. There's not enough of this, like in the media. Like, thank you, Alex, for your braveness.
1: <laughs> yeah, hot blonde tens with like perfect tits. Yeah. you know what I mean. It's like there's yeah. not enough of them online.
0: It's like when I'm like, oh my god, it's so weird. Why did Kendall Jenner use this photo of me again? <laughs> She's always fucking going into my iCloud and stealing. Always fucking going into my iCloud and stealing photos. I don't know. She does it every fucking time. I get sick of it.
1: It's one of my favorite bits that you do. It's a good one.
0: Every fucking time, man. This is honestly really fun. Like, I feel like people are going to, like, love – we're being really unhinged right
1: now. I'm nervous.
0: (laughs) People are going to say, like, a lot of weird shit about us. Like, I just – Whatever. It's fine. Um, Whatever. But, wow, did we really dive
1: into Roanoke? (laughs) Oak?
0: I'm like how much how like how long have we been recording? I feel like it's been like a, been
1: like I
0: feel like we can end it. Honestly, like I feel like this is good. What are your thoughts? Like Wait, okay. Are, so are we there any like
1: Roanoke. Yeah. They they went to the island.
0: Yeah, like I think they went to the island and like I think you said it, John White was like I'm too embarrassed. Like I'm just going to make <laughs> up this fucking story. It's going to be lore for the ne- another like nine centuries. Like here we are in third grade trying to like crack the code and John White's too embarrassed. <laughs> To like tell his friends. The craziest thing happened, like it's so crazy. They just left. They just disappeared.
1: You have like a bunch of third graders like trying to figure it out, like on the case. You know what I mean? There's like a map. No, but, yeah, he was just embarrassed. About and attacks. let's be honest, like he was away from his wife for three years in England. He definitely went to Poontown with somebody in England and wanted to get back to her. Like that's how I, I see talking. history through the lens of Punani. <laughs> Do you know wanna know what I got in trouble for like months ago? Remember when you came on for Patreon and we did the missing 411 episode? And oh, I I've said, seen the
0: comments. People are fucking. Of course, of course. I yeah, yeah. Go on. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, said, I already know what you're gonna about, say.
1: Maybe the missing people uh disappeared because they were out cheating. And it was like maybe the missing four-year-old was just like cheating or something. And I got like a one, like this long one-star review on Apple that was like the way that she like mocked and like degraded this four-year-old for blah 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 which by the way he was found i wouldn't do it for anyone who was dead it was the people who like disappeared and then came back i was like ooh, maybe they were out cheating i was like you really think that i was like making fun of a four-year-old like it was a joke
0: people like re- for anyone like just i feel like everyone that listens i feel like my, my audience is too small like they don't they don't shit on me for the most part but i feel like just, like, buckle up and get a sense of humor. Like, 99.9% of what I'm saying, I'm saying in farce. I am not being serious. Like, everything is, like, it's not, maybe, let's get a Maybe those reality. people
1: were mad because those people were also cheating. You know what I mean? <laughs> now people are cheating.
0: That's why I always say, I'm like, if you're getting defensive about something, like, there has to be a grain of truth. Like, when someone's like, Chrissy's ungenerous, she's a fucked up bitch. I'm like, I'm not going to get mad because I know that's not true. Like, I'm I, i, I I'm a nice person. I'm generous and I'm, I'm cool. I'm funny. I'm cool. You don't need it to, like, you know what I mean? If someone's like, you're an ugly bitch, I'm like, how dare you? Like, fuck right off. Like, that's I'm insecure about that. But if you're going to say yeah. these things that aren't true, I'm not going to be triggered.
1: Yeah, it's very funny, the, the insults that, like, hit you deep and the ones that roll off your back. Like, only you know the reason why. But, like, good lord, there's a lot of difference there.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I will... I'll V defend you till I die. Um, Wait, well,
1: hold on. What's an insult that you get that doesn't bother you? You can't say one that does because then people will know what it is. But what's one that you get then that like, gonna, doesn't bother you?
0: You're right. Yeah, I can't tell them my insecurity. Um, they always say I get my facts wrong. But like, I, I guess like I never claim to be a journalist podcast and this. I don't do this full time. So like I only can do what I can with the time that I have. So like that doesn't yeah, bother it's like, me. It's like X knows something about something. <laughs> yeah, it's like someone's like, you know, X her knows is really deceiving. <laughs> It's like I never, t- I've never I, like, assumed to be an Encyclopedia Britannica. Okay, like this is a, li- I I don't do this <laughs> on the daily.
1: You said you were all knowing, and there's some stuff that you don't know as a human, which is upsetting to me.
0: Yeah, that or someone. You know what's so funny? Someone on 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 Reddit was like, she's a uh, she's a mean sorority girl, and then my therapist, because you know, I think if they they think that you're just like this white person. Cause like maybe the way you talk, like, she's like, like, they're like, she's privileged. I'm like, I am like, my mother is an immigrant and I am an Asian American woman. Like I, there's nothing about that that speaks privilege, but like, go off, go off.
1: Oh off. maybe they do. I remember Troy once got a hate comment, um, because of like something that he said and he responded back and Troy was like, I'm literally black. And the person was like, oh, I had no idea. Sorry. I just like thought that you were white. (laughs) So sometimes you don't know.
0: Exactly. So I was like, maybe they just assume that I'm like not. Yeah, but like I, I guess I like, thought Kelly was. I, a, be...
1: I thought Kelly was blonde until I met her, or <laughs> until I saw her from Beyond the Blind.
0: Kelly's yeah. I I didn't even. I guess I didn't even assume like you know who does sound like white. Oh. White, Tori yeah. can I tell this to her face? She is white. <laughs> <but> you know <laughs> what I mean? you sound white bitch. <laughs> like, you're a does. white girl.
1: Yeah yeah love but her. that's literally love, unless you could tell she was popular too because whenever i listen to her podcast i feel like i'm like eavesdropping in on like a popular girls conversation or something <laughs> yeah. i do what do you feel yeah. about when you
0: listen to mine what what is mine what's the vibe of mine
1: it's like facetime with a friend type of vibes you know what i mean
0: totally totally because it's unhinged yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like when i listen to yours i'm just well i'm like always because i subscribe to your patreon and you're I like
1: that bitch has bunions i can tell in her voice no like,
0: no, like <laughs> i'll be like, like, like doing my hair i'll be like, doing my hair and it's like you know this like <laughs> like like listening to you on the- and they old text me i'm like oh my god so serendipitous like you know teacher student student it's just like it's so funny it's cute because i always listen to you
1: oh, um, christy you make my day it's true
0: yeah Shout no out. it's true your
1: shit is good thank you Yeah. We say after we just talked about, like, nothing for 70 minutes, we're like, whoa. I know. Like, haters gonna hate. Like,
0: you guys are just vabid bitches. Like, shut up. We're fun. If you hung out with us even for a minute, guys, you would love, you would love. We're funny together. Like, we're, we're like, dynamic. I can't say anything. My hands are sweating. I know. I'm, like, really warm. I had, like, a, you know, a little bit of a glass of wine and... This was very fun. I feel like this is just like, yeah, it literally was FaceTiming with a friend.
1: And Roanoke. Roanoke snuck in there too. And,
0: and Roanoke. Um, what are what are some exciting things that you have ongoing, if anything? If not, that's fine too. Or like if nothing, like any projects, like what are some episodes you're excited to release soon?
1: You said yours is coming out on the 30th, right? We're going to do one mm-hmm. about the Kardashians being witches then. So that'll be fun. Oh, yeah.
0: I've seen that on tiktok like these theories but i'm excited to hear that yeah
1: one. yeah so um over on Fluently forward if you want to check that out and of course you and i are going to be recording later um for our patreon series we'll be doing some trending topics there which will be fun because it's been a celebrity dense week
0: yeah if you guys are not already subscribed to shannon's i subscribed even before i was featured on the show but it's it's really good and like ad free and you get all like the kind of like the tldr like not the t that you wouldn't otherwise put over the paywall or whatever like it's it's there's more tea on there and there's like discords and like comment sections on the patreon and stuff it's fun it's like a collaborative community so you guys should definitely join well thank you for having me on yeah thank you bye guys